Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 37 of Zion's Finest. This is Kenny Brown, and I am joined by my brother, Samuel K. This episode is going to be a short one, and it's also the result of a technical mishap. Sam had an excellent episode recorded with Vince, who is on the Slack, who's a super sharp guy who has, I think, a pretty long history with MCP and is a very, very strong player. They had a great discussion and on on a topic that Vince recently talked about, but for some reason, the audio, the recording software that we use to record Vince's audio didn't come through. So we don't know what's going on with that. We're sorry, we'll be re-recording that in the future. But for now, we're just going to do a short discussion as to what units we are excited to try most in the new meta. Rate review the podcast join the Slack. And also for those of you who are in Utah or wanting to travel May 18th, which is only in a little over two and a half months, we are going to be doing the Zyfy Invitational and it is going to be super fun. Scott has printed the alt sculpts for the Vader and Luke that we're going to be giving away as prize support. We're going to have tokens. We're going to have alt arts. It's going to be a super fun tournament. So we encourage everyone to come out for that. Oh, that's right. If you are here in... Central Pennsylvania, the State College area, March 12th. That's a Tuesday. I'm going to be hosting a free play event. I'm going to be giving out some door prizes. I'm going to have some alt arts. I have a spare snips model that will be raffled out to somebody. But we're just trying to grow the community here in Central PA. It should be, it's new players welcome. People can borrow any of my stuff if you just want to come try it out. But we're hoping to build the community here. So love to see as many of you who are in the area who can make it at the event. And when is that? What date was that again, Sam? March 12th. March 12th. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we encourage everyone obviously to go to that. And with that being said, let's get into it. So I'm going to go first and I'm going to say that with it. So we had a ton of new boxes drop. If you are living in most of, well, I don't know. If you're living in the pockets of the U.S. that we live in, we didn't get the new stuff until this last Friday, February 23rd. And so what I did was I bought the Plo box and the Luke box. I assembled everything and I ran a test game yesterday with Plo Vader versus. Oh, I think it was just Luke Dooku because Luke Dooku is the list I am most excited to try. Run the Luke box run the Dooku box and just see how it works. We, we, Dooku is a known factor, super, the the best seven point thing in the game. Um, and with the best seven point list, obviously with uh, Django and Magnus. Sorry, that's what I meant. And, you know, just to see how Luke does. Now, it's super interesting to me because Luke does not need Leia or Bar2D2. He is just a totally on his own kind of unit. He doesn't have any cross synergies really that are that important for him. The only problem for him is that the three point, none of the three point supports want to run with Luke besides bar two, right? Which is not, that's not a terrible problem. It's good that he goes with his box, but it's really interesting playing him because you're like, Oh, here's Luke. He is just going to do his own thing, right? And it, it feels it feels very fun. Have you had a chance to play with Luke yet, Sam? I haven't. So I picked up the Plo box. My brother-in-law's picked up Luke, but we haven't had a chance to pull them out and get them on the table yet. The only other three-point that he can possibly play with is Ewoks, right? That's the only other one yeah. in his timeline? 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Of course, there's the timeline yeah. restriction. I, I was, I that is something I'm going to have to get used to because it's not he can't even run with anything else. That's a great point. But yeah. it doesn't. Ma- I mean, it doesn't matter. I think that it's very much going to be the case that Bar Two D Two and Leia are just going to go with Luke for you know list building reasons and just kind of all the natural the the natural yeah. um, reasons that Angie's pushing it. I do want to say, like, I'm not totally sure about Boosh right now. Um, I can see her being amazing and she has guaranteed displacement, which is so good. And it's a really yeah. kind of fun guaranteed displacement. Bar 2D2 feels really good. And it feels like it bring the, the two of them bring a lot of tools to your list that are, I was not expecting, I was not expecting to be as impressed with them. Like the fact that they can't be attacked by ranged attacks while they're in your, um, while they're in your reserve or your order deck. The fact that, I mean, they, they can have access to extra dice with element of surprise. You're going to be taking exposes most of the time, which is kind of a bummer. But I mean, if you need it, you need it and you can do it. Yeah. They're super mobile. They just felt, they felt really good and pretty, pretty solid for three points. I like them. I'm, I'm excited about the Luke Dooku list. I also think there might be a Luke Leia rebel Ewok hybrid list because Leia makes all your rebels Ewoks. Yeah. So you can take and your Ewoks Rebels. So you drop Boosh, you take two Ewok secondaries, you have Bar 2D2 and Ewok support, and you have this full Rebel list yeah. where Leia's giving exposes out to everything mm, with her coordinated fire. I think that could be a cool list. I kind of think my guess is the Ewok list is going to split into two. You're going to have the all-in Ewok list, as it's just the Ewok primaries, and then you're going to have yeah. the hybrid Luke-Leia list. Oh, I love that. I think that's a really, really cool... I mean, I'm not excited to try Ewoks, but I am excited to try that out, because I could see that being... I mean, Leia just seems so good, and Leia and Luke... Yeah, that could, I could see that. That could be awesome. Yeah. yeah so, so I would also say that... Plo Vader is super interesting because, so I've only seen it on the table once. Super interesting because it, I, I think that it is a higher skill cap list than I was expecting it to be. So that Plo is a better Asajj does not mean that he is easy to play. And not everybody is, you're not going to be leveraging the, the Vader dice like you do in Vader Grievous or even Vader Dooku. Like Vader Dooku, you are able to leverage those dice a lot. It is, you are much more tactical in how you're leveraging, at least that's how it appears, and how you're going to be leveraging your dice with a list like Plo Vader. I mean, what you're really using it for is for Plo in order to reach his free force uh, force throw, force push. It was just, a, it was not what I expected it to be. Like in terms of, I could see it, it's obviously, a, it feels like a very powerful list and it's got Vader in it. And a Plo is super fun. But it just was not as straightforward as I thought it was going to be. You know, roll lots of dice, get tons of displacement. You know, your your list is still pretty fragile. I mean, clones are even with Plo are still clones, and so yeah. it was. But it was really really cool to see on the table. I'm really excited for the Plo list, and I'm really excited. A, a couple of I guess spoilers for this uh, this hyped events episode that's coming in the future. We talked about some great things. Yeah. I'm excited about. Sabe in Vader lists with Plo because there's some interesting Sabe allows Vader to have two models move on his activation 
she's the only character in the game that allows that with Vader because of her coordinated fire dash. Yeah. Which is a really interesting, all of a sudden, all of your models are just moving so many other models on their turn. Vader's moving yeah. one other with Sabe. You have Sabe moving handmaidens. You have Plo moving somebody on his turn. You have yeah. Rex and Arfs, and Arfs can have Rex move, and they can have Sabe move. Yeah. So you're having a lot of out-of-activation movement. You're, you're kind of running a droid swarm list, but in Republic. Yeah, that's cool. That's a very, very cool list. I mean, and, and you're running it with Vader, right? Without making the compromise yeah. on the droids, right? That, like, if you're going to run Vader with droids, you're making... A, that's a, that, that list just doesn't work as well together, you know, as opposed to what yeah. you're talking about here. So I think this is going to be a really cool synergistic Vader list that gets you a lot of those movement synergies that isn't sacrificing somewhere else. It's sacrificing maybe in damage, but you're getting excellent control from... Yeah, from Plo, you're getting shoves from Rex and Sabe, and I think yeah. that it's a really cool list. That's a super cool idea. I I super dig that. Well, so for me, the list, the two figures that I most want to try, not most want to try, most want to revisit in the new meta, is Snips and Barris. In the context of, so I and I, this is not a new thought, but this is just what I want to try is in the context of Plo, and with Barris especially, Plo plus Vader. Because I think that running a... So Barris's problem is that she is hyper-fragile, and that if she doesn't have access to Vader dice, you are spending two force in order to do her force push, which is, is a super strong ability. But without Vader, she is never going to climb her tree. because I mean, it's just way too hard to set up with all of her extra dice. So, so Vader addresses that. Now, the problem is, is now she becomes super fragile, right? Because she's taking two more damage. She's already most of the time going to be wounded anyway. I mean, she, her defense is not, her defensive expertise is not awesome. And she's just, and her, def I think her dice, I'm actually going to look at this. I think she's rolling four dice on defense, which makes me sick. I think she is rolling four dice and her expertise is worse than Magna Guards, if I recall. Yeah, so she's rolling four five on defense, so four into range, five into melee. Her expertise is one for one, two for three gives you one and a reposition, four plus gives you two and a reposition. That's terrible expertise. The reposition is um, I mean, get... awesome if you survive, but That's if you it. roll three expertise and you only get one block out of it, like that feels bad. Yeah, so that was why I thought that Morgan Reed's idea of Dooku with Barris and Magnus was inspired because Dooku takes Barris's, you know, her vulnerability and doesn't, doesn't turn it into an asset, but it certainly mitigates the downside, right? She's going to get wounded. Yeah. You're going to refresh to force and you're going to be able to do all the things. Now what I'm interested in though, is leaving Dooku aside and trying to play just a super strong Vader control list where you are trying to leverage Vader's dice, not all the time, but when necessary, because I mean, the other thing about Barris is while her, I will say her dice are not amazing <laughs> and um, her expertise is actually really solid for, for her. If she gets two expertise, that becomes her. So yes, yeah, one for one crit, two expertise is one crit, two hits, which that's pretty good if you're hitting into the right targets. Her And, and she has an amazing tree, an absolutely amazing tree. 
she is doing two damage and reposition, or she's doing shove, 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 then she can do her force push. So she's got a really strong tree. And I think that the, the trap that you will fall into with Vader with this is that you're always rolling the Vader dice. And I don't think that's the play. I think the play is much more about using it for guaranteed displacement when necessary. She can swing two points. And when necessary, you know, you can kind of turn up the dice there. And Plo is super interesting because, so if you have Plo, you have Barris, And let's see, I mean, I'm trying to think of another, a, a good fit for a secondary in these lists that, I mean, I don't want to just say Django because that feels a little bit silly, but that's actually not super crazy, right? Because you're running, you're running Vader, this is Plo. Plo Vader? Well, I, yeah. okay, so what, what if you take Barris, you take, yeah. and then you take Arfs, and you take Handmaidens, yep. and you take Sabe? So, Sabe, I, Sabe is a character, just so everyone knows, I have never played the Handmaidens, but Sam, maybe this is a good opportunity for you to talk about you wanting to visit Sabe. Revisit oh, Sabe. I think she, I think she's incredible, and we've kind of slept on splashing her outside of Padme. So, there's yeah. a couple of things going on with Sabe. Her defensive expertise, she's rolling five dice on both. Yep. One to two is only one block, but three to four is a block and a crit to fail. Yeah. Which is better than most supports. Like the crit to fail is uh, better than most secondaries. The crit to fail is a big deal. Her offensive yeah. expertise is incredible. Yes. Like it's just outstanding on yeah. a very good tree that's either yep. shove city on the top or conditions and damage in the middle, or she has a reposition third step. Yeah. Here's some interesting things going on. One, she, if you bring handmaidens, she moves a bajillion people with loyal protectors. Yep. But her coordinated assault ability to dash is just an extra mobility. It's an extra person moving on somebody's turn. And I think in the Vader Plo list, you aren't as reliant on the expose from ARPs. So you're not mm. always going to be wanting to get the expose. You can just, you're going to be rolling some extra dice with Vader. And you're going to say, yep. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to dash Sabe. The other interesting yeah. thing she has is she has bodyguard for your, so all of a sudden your Plo is getting some extra cover Yep. from your, because your Plo is going to be exposed. People are going to want to try and attack him. That extra cover is going to be a big deal. Also, handmaidens with Plo seem like a really good synergistic fit because if Plo blocks for the handmaidens, makes their mm-hmm. expertise better, he's now exposed. Well, if they're in melee, they got to attack the handmaidens instead of Plo. That's an excellent point. That's a great and point. And so you're, mit- you're mitigating the downside of Plo's identity. So I think that that... I think that Sabe Handmaidens goes really well with him uh-huh. and that you have some like really cool plays you can do. Yeah. The thing is about Sabe is I'm also like, I will, I will say that while I've never Handmaidens is kind of like Ewoks. It's just not like the theme that I'm most into, but I remember when we were talking about Sabe, Sabe does like, I remember thinking like she seems super strong. She has nine health. I mean, her yeah. expertise, her defensive expertise is okay, but like she's rolling five yeah. dice, and like like Sam said, her offensive expertise is amazing, and she has just some of the best abilities in the game. Loyal protector, right? Like moving, yeah. moving your handmaidens. Um, each and herself. allied, 
including herself, right? Each allied yeah. handmaiden may dash towards an allied figure. The bodyguard is super good because I assume that also means she is an allied secondary character. So she also has cover one, right? Yeah, so she has so, six range defense dice. Yeah, so she has six range defense dice. And I mean, coordinated assault is like, we have talked about Lumi's, how awesome it is for Lumi when you get a wound to be able to get a dash. She's doing that every single time as coordinated fire. And I'm going to have to try that, Sam. That is, yeah. that that is, that does seem like a very spicy play, right? And she does have exposed flank, which is a thing that we, we have all um, seen the value of that with handmaidens, the ability for to climb um, get sharpshooter and perform a focus action is just a very very strong ability i i'm excited to see habe um sabe in some other lists like her with obi-wan seems like such a pain to remove from anything oh like, man yeah she can if you you take a hunker action with her so she she doesn't have to move on her first turn take a move action because between the loyal protectors dash a hunker and exposed flank She's at the midline. Yeah, she could. She can get to the far side with two dashes and a and a, and a move. Yeah, like she can right, contest well. the other side. Man, this is so. So I guess what's so if we t if we leave Padme at home, we lose yeah. the the coordinate her Padme's coordinated fire, which is a lot of damage. But like Sabe doesn't really need that. The handmaidens nope. need it for damage, but that's not what you're playing them for anyway. It's really interesting to me to think of like not taking Padme and having the the, the packages actually. It's kind of like how Django and Magnus are, where it's like they obviously go so good with Dooku, but they can be splished and splashed anywhere. Where I mean, the handmaidens yeah. are a little bit different in that that you kind of want this core to be together. But that's a that's a really interesting idea, Sam. Yeah. Well, and if she's. If she's never losing her hunker too with Obi Wan, like think of how much a, a defensive monster she's going to be when she always has cover one yeah, and a hunker that's token. Disgusting. Yep. Like absolutely. Two extra yeah. dice on range. You know the extra dice on melee. Oh yeah, that's brutal. And again, coordinate. Yeah. And she has nine health, which is something we yeah. talk about all the time. But like that nine health from from seven to eight is a huge break point. From eight to nine is a huge break point. Right. If you're at eight yep. health, Dooku can't wound you on four steps. And if you're on nine health, it is very tough to one-shot you. Not impossible, but just not super easy. It's super interesting to think about Sabe because I can I can see her being a unit that we've slept on and someone who, with the handmaiden package, can just do very good work in terms of just that hypermobility. And it's like you said, it's the Republic playing the droid game, but you know, with, yeah. with Vader and so, or Obi-Wan, mm -hmm. right. Which is just adding a yeah. different kind of, uh, different kind of flavor there. Okay. So I want to close off talking about, so Barris, I'm super interested in, um, just as a, with Plo and Vader, just as a strict control list. I'm also super interested though, running snips. And the reason why is because I think that snips is she's, she's in this really weird place where she has a really, she has a lot of really good abilities, but she's just kind of outclassed in everything that she is trying to do by other units. Yeah. So, right, like the problem is, is she's worse than Rex. She has eight health, which we've talked about. She has great defensive yeah. expertise. Um, and she's actually better on defense than you would expect. I mean, she does, she has just, she has great yeah. defensive expertise. Um, mm -hmm. She's hyper mobile. But the real thing, and this is something that I have been, um, 
I've, I've seen people talk about this with SNPs when people have been kind of pushing back on us in terms of talking about the Republic uh, not being as strong is one of the things they've talked about is Rex is I'm always first kid and SNPs getting ahead of yourself against SNPs. And what I think that the thing I want to be playing is I want to be playing SNPs with the wolf pack or, you know, SNPs in lists with the wolf pack. And I want to more see, try this list as, because the the rule with getting ahead of yourself is after an allied Galactic Republic supporting unit within three makes a combat action. This unit may use this ability. It does need to be a ranged attack. And the reason why that's cool is because you can, if, if you've got Snips and the Wolf Pack together, that is going to be, you're going to be able to trigger three very solid, you know, decent attacks on your turn in terms of getting displacement off of points, right? And so it forms yeah. this kind of like, at, at, the problem with Snips with the other clones is that they want to be back. And so you kind of want like Snips to be on the front line. So they shoot someone, Snips is within range mm-hmm. three and she kind of dives in. But the problem is, is your range of threat is just whatever the range five of those guys are, right? Whereas if you've got this yeah. pocket of three units, that is just a lot more, it's more bodies that are centrally located on the midline and can just make a lot more movement in terms of being able to displace more units and take more points. I'm really excited to give that a try. I don't know that it's the the way to play it is with Vader. Maybe uh, I don't I don't know, but I know or may, it might be with Anakin, right? Because okay. again, giving Anakin mobility is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's just unclear to me in terms of how the force economy of that list is going to work. But I am really excited to see Snips with the Wolf Pack because I think that the Republic having this ability to put more bodies on the midline durably and take points and contest for points is exactly what obviously we've talked about what the republic needs but especially what a figure like snips needs she's really good at sniping points she's also really good at you know uh this opportunistic displacement and she Mm -hmm. has not really had the supports i think to enable her for that except for maybe this is weird to say but maybe the handmaidens um but i haven't played with i haven't played that i i kind of wonder if the ob2 plo list that we've heard a bit about wants to take wolfpack and handmaidens with snips and mm. then either rex or sabe and that's kind of their package like yeah. they have this this uh idea that you're you're being mobile you kind of have this more melee grinder that you can get up in people's faces Yep. like clothes moving people up in people's faces but you're doing that in a defensive way you're not really dishing out a ton i mean obi-wan can and yeah you know rex and sabe whichever one you take neither of them are slouches yeah with their their shots so yeah but it's a an interesting different style to play i think that the i think plo makes a lot of these Republic supports more interesting to me. We we just talked about four of them and like, oh, all of a sudden, like, I think there's some cool things they can do, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it's just going to be very interesting to see. I I think the real thing that Plo does is just gives like a little bit more flesh to what a Republic premier list looks like in terms of either running a strict Republic premier list or running a list where you're running up. You can run like, Republic parts with other parts, right? You're running Plo and Vader and Maul and Dooku or something like that, like some kind of iteration. Plo just get, or uh, like Obi-Wan, you can run Plo, Vader, Obi-Wan, and 
Dooku or something. I mean, it doesn't matter. But the idea there is that you've now got a lot more just like interesting choices. And especially if we're talking about Sabe and the Handmaidens being placed in more different kinds of lists than with just Padme. I just think that things just get a lot more interesting, right? So I think so too. Uh, The other interesting thing to note about Snips is that if you build a, like maybe you're going to play a, Luke, like a Luke Republic list, Horatia mm-hmm. works on just Jedi primaries, so she can give oh. extra movement to Luke. Yeah. So which is maybe awesome. if you're playing a Luke Plo or something, or a, a Vader Luke list. Oh yeah. You play Vader and Luke, Vader and Snips and Arfs with the Luke yep. box. That's that 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 seems spicy. So that's such a. That is such an interesting point. It's also really cool because Luke, his free jump at the start of his activation is really awesome, especially because he has a free jump. You can advance and then you've got profit. You can profit by this or be destroyed, which I think is, I'm going to say this. I think it's going to be one of the most skill testing abilities in the game because the ability to tell your, you know, you you pick a point has to be within two and you tell your, your opponent, all your figures there can dash. The problem is, if you do that, if your opponent is in midpoints, if you're on um, Sabotage Showdown, they're going to be able to dash from that point to another point, and it can it can really bite you. But it can also just be this unbelievable ability in terms of being able to take points, get get more mobility. I mean, you can do it on a point where your opponent doesn't have any people, so you're just getting a free dash for a force, which doesn't feel amazing. But you know, you, no. I mean, you can do what you're going to do. I mean, we know Sprint on Lumi's card is one of the weakest things on her card, right? Yes, it is. And so the idea of like Luke having a jump plus this Sprint, maybe that's more. But I think having more mobility is obviously just a huge thing. Like with Anakin, more mobility is always good for these figures that you want to dive in. So, Yeah, it's the more mobility is a big deal. It, having Being able to double dash can can get you a lot of places can get you back line it can really move you across the board yeah. i think i think luke's gonna be super interesting i'm i'm always wary of the give your opponent a choice abilities i totally I'm just, always just wary of them i think cad's ability is okay yeah like, i think i think luke's is going to be in a similar vein it's going to be okay and part of it is because what you said like the floor is really really low like the floor of that ability is just you lose the game yeah so you exactly give, you, so <laughs> you know it yeah. can be yeah i think it's super skill testing and not something you should plan on doing most of the time again i think that luke's form three source is such a good stance that i am i don't know like i don't think you plan on doing it every time or even most of the time you think it is more just like you know that you can leverage it more than your opponent and yeah. that can just be super sweet, right? So your opponent has two people on a point. They're not able to swing to get to a third. And you're like, hey, you are either going to ditch both of these people, right? Or you're going to ditch one. I mean, you have. I mean, what are you going to do? Because then Luke's going to come in. He's going to displace one and then attack the other. It just, I think there's just a lot of cool yeah. things that can happen with it. But also, I'm, I, I am, Sam is right to be cautious in terms of this, the, the floor. So. Luke's gonna be an amazing tank, though. He has condition oh immunities. He has. He's gonna yes. re- recover damage, and he's just a really cool tank piece. Yeah, he a with really interesting way. 
Yeah, with deflect and I will not fight you. He is giving yeah. your opponent hard choices on both ends of those those attacks. So, okay, well, it's a quick episode, but we I need to get this edited and get this out the door. So what we'll do is we'll have Sam. He'll have um we'll we'll get Vince on again in order to do this amazing discussion. Now that they've had it's, the chance to, it was incredible. Like I left that episode, listeners, thinking it was going to be great, and then it just didn't work out. So be hyped for that to come in the future. Be hyped. Be hyped. That's exactly right. So we want to thank everyone for listening. Have an awesome week. Um, encourage everyone to join the Slack, rate, and review the podcast. We love you guys so much. Talk to you later.